welcome and thank you for listening to the Dr. Mom Sage Advice Podcast. Are you a single mom who is tired of feeling overwhelmed by doing it all? Have you been asking yourself, what is my real purpose outside of motherhood and my career? Are you tired of yelling, feeling mom guilt at the end of the day? If you're ready to go from chaos to confidence in your mindset and in parenting, then this is the place for you. Here we are authentic, transparent, and frankly, we're here to burst all of those mom guilt bubbles and empower you to take back control of your life so you can go from just surviving in motherhood to thriving and walking confidently in your best purpose-filled life God intended for you. I'm your host, Dr. Catricia, a board-certified bilingual pediatrician. I'm also fellowship-trained in pediatric urgent care medicine. That's just my fancy title for the weekdays, but 24-7, I'm the proud single mommy of my little wild mini-me toddler. I'm also a postpartum depression survivor. Now, I'm on a mission to empower other single moms to take back control of their life. Through candid conversations, we will learn, be encouraged, inspired, and committed to making practical changes so we can be our best selves for the queen who reigns already inside of us. And welcome back. I'm so, so, so excited to be sharing this episode with you. Listen, we are still brand new here on Dr. Mom's Sage Advice, but I'm going to keep it moving because there's so much inside of my heart that I want to share with you all as a mommy, as a single mommy, and as a pediatrician to really equip you with the tools that you need to help you move from beyond surviving through motherhood to actually thriving and walking confidently in the purpose that God created you for. Because remember, you are more than just your child's mother. You are more than a partner in a relationship. You are more than the titles, initials that you have before and behind your name in the corporate world. You are a queen and there are gifts inside of you that are assigned to people who need to hear your story, who need to be empowered by your gifts. And I want to share with you practical tips and give you advice and give you encouragement and downright like remind you as your best friend on the podcast (laughs) that sometimes, honey, It's us. It's us that stops ourselves from moving forward. It is us that's stopping ourselves from getting to the next place in our life that we so badly want and want to see manifest, but we can't get there because we're holding on to a whole bunch of other stuff and there's so much cobwebs inside of our mindset. But we're going to get there, right? It's only what? Episode number four? So bear with me. Today, what I want to share is some things that I did in this past year just to really practice more self-love and help me to remain grounded while I was quarantined with a toddler, you guys. That's right. Hashtag quarantine with a toddler. That was my go-to hashtag for all of 2020. Because although I didn't quarantine the whole year because I was still seeing patients, I had a hybrid period where I was working two weeks and an awful week. No, I was working one week and then quarantining for two weeks, on one, off two, and those first few months of the pandemic last year. And I will never forget one of the operationals manager, I think on like 
probably day number 10 of my quarantine was like, um, actually, Dr. Catricia, do you want to go ahead and just stay for three weeks and you can come back on the fourth week? And I was like, no, 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 sir. No, 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 no. I need to get out this house because I'm in here with a toddler. I'm trying to tell you to all the moms who have those little kids, go ahead, raise your hand. I know you're in this place. Like all the, can I have a snacks? following you in the bathroom, all of that. I was like, oh my gosh, there's only so much coloring and so many ABC songs we can sing. I even thought I was being like the most Pinterest mom by finding this YouTube series where there's a teacher, what was her name? I think it was Miss, um, oh, I'm probably gonna not call out the right name. I'll put it in the show notes, Miss Jessica maybe. And she like went through the days of the week and the colors, I was like, perfect. I'll put this on from 9 to 9.15 while I go and check emails and then hop on my Zoom call at 10. And the second day I put that on, the girl was like, again, we do this in Miss K's class. <laughs> That's her teacher. Like she really legit thought, oh, I'm at my house. I'm on vacation. I'm not going to be schooled. Well, she showed me. So I had to find things for me to do in between bribing her to take a nap or our 15th walk of the day to keep my sanity. Because you've heard me say it before, and I'm always going to say it. Parenting is so hard, you guys. And single parenting on top of that, in the middle of a pandemic? I mean, I don't know about you. I've never parented through a pandemic. And let me tell you, it was like definitely some roller coaster moments because I don't know what to do. And she was getting on my nerves and I was getting on her nerves. And we were just looking at each other like, we can't go nowhere. And how do you explain to a three-year-old what germs are? Like now she's four and she'll look at me and be like, oh, I can touch that when the COVID's over, right? I'm like, yeah, no one knows when that's going to be. So here we are a year later, a little over a year later. And here I am more than a decade into my medical training. And I will tell you this, there is nothing that can fully prepare you for parenting until you enter the race. And no one even says curveball detour. It's going to be a pandemic three years into your parenting. Figure this out, right? So th these are some of the things that I did to survive through those quarantine moments. The most important thing to do, I know it sounds so cliche, but you know I'm going to say it. Take care of yourself. That's number one. When there's no other parent or caregiver in the home, it is vital. It is imperative to your livelihood, <laughs> for your sanity, and for the relationship with you and your child and your children. It's to take care of yourself. I have felt at that area so many times previously. And frankly, it was because I got so paralyzed with the mommy guilt. I'm like, oh, I can't hire a babysitter. Oh, let me rush home really quick and, you know, release, relieve the nanny because I'm paying her too much. And it's my time to get back on duty, right? Um, but you have to take care of yourself. Even if that means going in that closet, shutting the door, and eating a couple scoops out of the ice cream carton so you don't have to share. Like, I'm raising my hand because I've been there before. And if you've done it, that's okay. No shame, no mom guilt, no judgment over here because we got to do what we got to do for the moments that we need for ourselves because I say it all the time. There's no one to check out to. There's no 
blowing the whistle, calling the flag, like letting the referees come in and discuss what's going on with the play on the, you know, field and the toddler didn't spill the yogurt on the couch for the 18th time because you told them not to do it, but they still do it. There's no one referee. Like you are the coach. You are the referee. You are also the person that has to wipe the tears when they have a meltdown because the yogurt spilled and you told them to hold it with two hands and not one hand. So you see what I'm saying? You got to take care of yourself. And the reason why we do that is so that we can be calm and we can be present in those moments where there are going to be chaotic meltdowns. It's totally okay to take a mommy timeout. This is important because we need to refocus and gather our thoughts. I've been there so many times. I've had to <sighs> wusa, deep breath, speak through my teeth. Now I have these braces on and sometimes I've actually cut my lips <laughs> trying to hold them so tight before a very not so nice word came out of my mouth to respond to my petty toddler. <laughs> so take a mommy time out, take a deep breather. What I've been telling myself lately is right brain, right brain, right brain. I'm reading from this book called The Whole Brain Child. It's fascinating because, you know, I'm a science nerd and it really talks about how the left side of our brain is the very analytical and logical and um, not as, you know, as very um, concrete. And it's not concrete in its thinking. It understands principles, whereas the right side is like, oh, okay, well, let's go with the flow. Oh, there's a ladybug over there. You're like, we're in the middle of crossing in the crosswalk. Let's not get hit by traffic. Well, in a toddler's brain, in a young child's brain, the left brain does not talk to the right brain at all times because they're missing those connections in between. And so when you don't understand why your two-year-old asks for the chocolate milk in the red cup and you go find the red cup, which is at the bottom of the sink because you haven't washed dishes in a few days, you hand it to them and then they cry because it's not the right red cup. It's the red cup that really is burgundy, but they think all reds are reds. And you're like, well, you said red and now they're crying. And you're like, whose child are you? <laughs> so in those moments, yes, mama, wusa, and tell yourself, right brain, right brain, right brain. This is the right side of my brain or right side of my child's brain that is going off in this moment. And it's okay. I will not be triggered by this. They can drink their chocolate milk from the burgundy cup. It will be okay. Ask for help. That's point number three. During coronavirus, during, you guys, we're still here. During the shutdown initially, you know, I know it sounds so simple to say ask for help. You're like, well, who is coming over if we're quarantined, right? <sighs> Single moms, we wear such a superwoman cape. It's like we have to do all of it all of the time, right? And maybe that's where the mom guilt comes in. But listen, find yourself a village. Find yourself your pack and rotate as you need. If you have parent grandparents that live in town, if you do co-parent, those are the persons that you have to go to and set the boundaries and say, hey, these are my days or this is the hour that I need. I had to even get creative. I don't co-parent. And so what I was doing was putting her in front of the Duolingo or the FaceTime or the Zoom chat with her grandparents or aunts and godmothers who live across the country just to quote entertain her so I could have my 10, 15 minute shower with the door closed in peace knowing somebody was watching her even though she wasn't physically being watched in that moment like in person and it worked for us, right? So no mama shame, no mommy guilt. Like it's okay to be creative. I even saw last year where I think they were actually... Um, 
advertising virtual babysitters or like these virtual um virtual art clubs or virtual um not virtual learning per se but kind of like playtime <laughs> like babysitters um which i thought was pretty um innovative for persons to come up with these ideas i never hired anybody because i was kind of using my parents like that you know to entertain her and it's totally okay know that number what point are we on number four that no Inno is a complete sentence. Like, exactly. In order to keep your calm and your sanity, sometimes you just have to say no. And whether that's no to adding more things to your plate, no to being able to take on extra things and responsibilities in your job because it's not within the season of your capacity, no for the 18th time because your toddler wants to lick the fishbowl, whatever it is, no is a complete sentence and it doesn't always require explanations. Again, mama, this is about how I survived those weeks and those moments of quarantine with a toddler. Next point, be spontaneous. During the quarantine, I was able to <sighs> survive those hashtag toddler, quarantine with a toddler moments when there was ultimate meltdowns, it seems like every single hour. Let me tell you, before I was a parent, I always heard about the terrible twos. Like, but there was this moment where we went from having a birthday in October to like the very next day, I'm three. And it was so much more difficult to deal with than all of the shenanigans that came with two. And as I started to like post about it on social media, all the veteran mamas were like, yeah, 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 three is hard. Ooh, yeah, three's hard. I'm like, why didn't no one tell me this? I promise you, I always like to say, Everyone asks you about having a baby. When you're going to have a baby, have a baby, girl. You know, you're getting old. Have a baby, have a baby. But no one ever says, have a toddler. Because listen, guys, they can run you for your money, like as they're running circles around you, right? So be spontaneous. <sighs> I would just like sit on the patio in the rain sometimes or go even take an evening walk, you know? Sometimes it's okay to have nothing to do. Sometimes it's just a matter of, putting down the pillows on the floor and building a fort. Or I remember I had like some leftover birthday decorations and I literally created like this obstacle course of like streamers or something. And we were like crossing over and under um, to like some mu theme music. Like uh, it was quite fun. And I will tell you this again, I'm nobody's Pinterest DIY mama. I'll look up the stuff, save the stuff, pin the stuff. And then I'm like, okay, I could do this one. It seems easy. Grab the materials. It takes so much longer to set it up than it does to even like keep her attention and playing with it. She was like, okay, that was that was fine. Now next. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it was you played for, for all of like 2.17 seconds. Like, um, it took me 30 minutes to get this together. Please play with it again. Next point, get yourself some rest. Listen, I am the nap queen. I don't believe in staying up later to wash my dishes because guess what? There's going to be some dirty dishes I have to wash again tomorrow. Resting is so important for your health. Your brain needs it. Your body needs it. I'm still trying to convince my three-year-old that if she wants to get taller, she needs to rest. And clearly I've said it a little too many times because now she's like... I don't want to be taller no more when it's bedtime. And I'm like, where did that come from? But it's essentially she's saying, I don't need to go to bed because I'm cool with my height right now. 
when she's quite tall, but I'm like, no, that's not how it works. So if you have any ideas, go ahead and drop some comments, <laughs> send me an email, a DM, you know, like wave your white flag of how I can convince my child why it's important to go to bed so her mommy can have her mommy time, right? And lastly, another point that I mentioned when I was surviving through the quarantine moments was stay in touch with your friends, right? There's only so much doll playing and Disney movie watching I could do. I was kind of over the goldfish tea parties. And at some point, I needed a happy hour just for adults. Like, I mean, the happy hour was canceled out on the patio deck this spring or last spring. And I haven't really been going out to happy hours this year, but it's still important for me to check up with a girlfriend via audio messages or Marco Polo duo, whatever it is, just so I can get in some adult laugh time where I'm not having to tell a toddler for the 18th time why Dory is circling around in circles in the water because she can't find family. Like that's, you know, I don't want to have those conversations all the time. <laughs> I want to talk about adult stuff. And when you're a single parent, as you already know, sometimes there's not a lot of adult conversations going on. So listen, mama you're amazing. You are amazing. Remember your child doesn't need a perfect mommy. They need a happy mommy. And I want to empower you just to remember to take it day by day to give yourself a little more grace. You're going to get to that place where you're finding harmony and being able to do it. Being able to do it all, even if this is the season where you're doing it all alone from drop-offs to pick-up to working from home or working out of the home, whatever your situation may be, please know that you are not alone. And if you're okay, that's great. And if you're not okay, that is also okay. But as long as you don't stay in that place, as long as you acknowledge, this is not where I want to be, and you reach out and you get the help that you need and you set those boundaries that you need and you make time for yourself. Self-care is not all about going to get the manicure and pedicure every two weeks. Sometimes self-care is just taking a nap. Or sometimes self-care is putting your child in front of their favorite television program so you can step away for 10 or 15 minutes to read or to journal or to pamper yourself or give yourself a facial or to have a conversation and catch up with an old friend. Whatever it is that brings joy to you, be intentional about filling your cup back up. And not just on Saturdays and Sundays, but every day. Every day you fill your cup. Because out of the abundance of that cup is where we're able to love and to pour into others. I wish you all the best in this season. I will be back really soon. If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to do me a favor and leave a five-star review and definitely share it with your other single mama friends. All right, queen, until next time.